Cable news, noisy, boring, out of touch. That's why Salem News Channel is different. We keep you in the know. Streaming 24-7 for free. Home to the greatest collection of conservative voices like Dennis Prager, Jay Sekulow, Mike Gallagher, and more. Salem News Channel is unfiltered and unapologetic. Watch anytime, on any screen, at snc.tv and local now, channel 525. It's Arthur Idala on AM 970. The answer. This is the Arthur Idala Power Hour with quintessential New Yorker attorney Arthur Idala, New York's go-to lawyer. He's here to share his stories from in the courtroom and around the city with interviews from high-profile guests and everyday folks calling in to talk about everything from politics, lifestyle, health and wellness, and more. And now your host, making the case for the city he loves, attorney Arthur Idala. 603 in New York City. Here I am, 45th and 5th, looking out the window and uh, looking good, looking good. You know, last night I had um, a dear friend of mine, um, the captain uh, of the USMC, uh, George Olson on. He's a little older than I am. And, you know, when I had him on at the end of the show, I didn't, I just threw him on. I didn't know what he was going to say. I know he would handle himself well. But he expressed his love of New York as I do. And uh, when we left the office, you know, here we are, we're on Fifth Avenue, and we only walked a couple of blocks. But he was like, look around. He go, There was not a piece of garbage on the street between 45th and 46th, and then 46th and 47th. There wasn't one piece of garbage on the street on Fifth Avenue. Um, and there was a cop car. Now, this is UN week, so there's cop cars everywhere. But, you know, whatever it was, 7.15, 7.20 at night on a Tuesday night, and, you know, things seem pretty good, but we're, uh, we're living in a society where, you know, everything's got to seem so bad. Now, you know, this t- tomorrow night, barring some, you know, big problem here in the city of New York, the mayor is going to join us right around now. He'll be here live sitting right across from me. He's not going to do the whole show with me, but he'll do, I'm sure he'll do a solid 20 minutes. You know, I'm going to give him the microphone. I'm going to hand, you know, obviously I'm going to ask him to address three things, right? The migrants, crime in general, and quality of life in general. Boom, boom, boom. Quality of life, that would be like rats, graffiti. And, and you know, off air, there are some topics I want to address with him, like, you know, businesses. When he campaigned, I went to so many of his campaign events. He was very big, as he should have been, about making New York City easier to do business in. For especially for small businesses. And um, I've had a couple of people come to retain our firm to handle summonses from the city of New York regarding relatively petty violations. And, um, you know, look, if they're violations that are going to affect people's safety in any way, shape, or form or health, that's different. But these are different <clears throat> type of violations. Little noise complaints, but it's noise complaints from a bar in Times Square. I mean, hello, Times Square is a pretty noisy place. So we're going to hear what the mayor's got to say about these different aspects um, of New York life. You know, people talking to me personally about the migrant situation, they're like, you know, it's his fault that they're here in the first place. And, you know, that may be true. But the way I look at 
situations, like, and I realized this this morning, like I don't look at it like how did the problem happen. I look at it like how to solve the problem. And I guess that's my training and the type of lawyer that I am. In other words, when I was a prosecutor, you know, I didn't say to a victim, well, why were you on the subway at 4 o'clock in the morning? Maybe if you weren't on the subway at 4 o'clock in the morning, you wouldn't have gotten robbed. No, I was like, okay, you were on the subway at 4 o'clock in the morning. You got robbed. Let's figure out, you know, they arrested someone. Let's find out if this is the right person and then make sure justice is done. Flip side of the coin, lately, I don't say to a guy who came in and said, look, I've accused X, Y, and Z, and there are often times where it's obvious that person did do X, Y, and Z. I don't say to them, well, here, you're paying me money. Let's talk about why you did this. No, it's more of let's talk about how we make this situation that we now have in our hands better. And, you know, there's all of these protests. There was another one last night, and those of you who just listened to Cats at Night and heard the borough president, um, Vito Fasella, who you know I know for a very long time, and I I think highly of, but I would love to hear solutions. It's just so easy to complain, but let's hear solutions. And again, when I'm I'm like when I was walking this morning to the subway, and I'm thinking, you know, why do I think that way? I, well, I guess that's my job. My job is when people walk into my office, the problem is already there, and now I have to find a solution. And you know, but. People's take is, well, Adams caused this. Okay, fine. Let's just, I, I'm not saying that's accurate because so far as I know, Adams is not a federal official, the mayor. Uh, he doesn't control the border. But yes, we got these laws and sanctuary cities. And you know, but the, and if you want to criticize the guy, let's criticize him for what he's not doing or what he should be doing as opposed to, you know, how people got here. Um, I, you know, I'm definitely going to probably ask him questions that are going to, I'm definitely probably. Huh, that doesn't make a lot of sense. I am probably, I'll give myself some wiggle room, going to ask him, like, why is the governor kind of getting a free pass here? Why is Chuck Schumer kind of getting a free pass here? Like, why is this only Eric Adams' issue? The whole sanctuary state thing, it's a state issue. And, you know, I, I could do a whole show on it, but it's in the Constitution of the state of New York that it's the state's obligation to give shelter to the needy, the state and its counties. Uh, it's subdivisions is what the words say in the Constitution, but subdivisions means counties. Uh, and why is the governor getting a pass? Now, to really spit in the mayor's face, the president of the United States, who, if you want to say the buck stops here, that's where it stops. He was four blocks away from the Roosevelt Hotel, right down the block from us. And he could have even just passed by, not even gotten out of the car, like roll down the window and take a look or just look through the window. And Mayor Adams said, you know, why don't you do that? Why don't you see what's going on? See how these people are living. Uh, that didn't happen. And then there's an event at the Metropolitan Museum of Art, I believe it was today, where Biden does not invite the mayor, invites the governor, and he starts throwing bouquets on Hochul for providing such a wonderful uh, event as the, as this UN week. Do you know how little the state government has to do with running UN week? You don't see the state troopers. You don't see the state police. It's all the NYPD. You don't have, there's no state officials who are coordinating all of this. The traffic and the, the they change the, the, the signals on the lights. They lock up the, 
the uh, post, the mailboxes. That's all city stuff. But President Biden just ducked, ducked, ducked addressing the most important, uh, most important issue. You know, I don't want to exaggerate and say in the country. I mean, you got this this auto worker strike, which is a pretty big issue. You know, we don't see it yet, but if it goes on for months, like it did in years past, oh, we'll all see it. Um, he just he ducked it, and uh, but worse than ducking Adams was like you know he's throwing bouquets to the governor who really had nothing to do with it, and you know that's shame on him. Uh, you know, if you want to talk about Biden and his age, well, the bottom line is he's been doing this a long time. He knows how government works. He should know better. He knows how little. He knows a municipality is the one that runs these types of things. It's not the governor's office that closed the FDR for him to zip in and out. So it's an issue. We're gonna. It's an issue we're gonna address um, tomorrow. But today, let's talk about what we're gonna address. $33 trillion. You know what that is, my friend, Alex Garrett? You know what $33 trillion is? Uh, it's a lot of money that we are just, <laughs> we're we're at it. We feel like we're out of money. I don't know. It just it, Well, you're, you're correct. The United States debt on Monday surpassed $33 trillion. That's 12 zeros. Um, just to give folks, and we're going to have a guest on, uh, who's an economist and a historian to put that in perspective, but just for a layperson like myself to put it in perspective, I believe under the Reagan administration, the debt it's 33 trillion. Now I believe under the Reagan administration, the debt was 907 billion. So not even a trillion. And now 40 years later, it's 33 trillion. What does that mean? How does it affect us? How did we get there? How do we get out of there? Does it really matter? How much is China involved? So it's going to be a heavy topic, and I'll do my best to uh, be an economist. And then we're going to um, we have a Broadway Forever opening, so we'll do a little Broadway. And then, of course, there's no way I can end this show without addressing this stupidity of the city council about taking down statues of uh, George Washington and uh, uh, Peter Stuyvesant, and of course, the target of the hour, Christopher Columbus. Um, kudos to uh, the uh, Prime Minister of Italy, Georgia Maloney. She went to um, Columbus Square and laid a wreath at the foot of the uh, of Columbus Circle, at the foot of the statue, which, by the way, is protected. It's a national landmark, so it can't go anywhere, no matter what the city council votes. So. We're lucky for that. So we're going to talk money and then and real money and trillions of dollars. We're going to talk Broadway. We're going to talk uh, New York City um, landmarks and statues and what should be up and what should be down and then anything else that crumbs across our plate. It's Alex Garrett, Arthur Idala here on the Idala Power Hour. Don't go away. We'll be right back. So right now may be the perfect time for you to rethink how you pay for health care. And here's why. Because right now you can join MediShare and save even more than usual. 
For the average family, switching to MediShare saves about $500 a month, which is a game changer for a lot of people. And what's more, they like it. MediShare has double the member satisfaction rate when compared to health insurance. Double. Bottom line, it works. There's more than 400,000 members who have shared over $7 billion in medical bills so they can handle your bills, too. And here's the thing. If you join before September 30th, you'll save another $150 on your first month when you join. Nice. I'll give you the number here in a second. Just tell them the promo code SHARE to receive your additional savings. And again, the deadline, September 30th. So call now and you'll save even more. 844-57-BIBLE. That's 844-57-BIBLE. 844-57-BIBLE. We can tell you about the incredible success we bring to local businesses, but it's better when it comes directly from our satisfied clients. Here's just one example. After searching for a new vendor to handle my search marketing campaign, I contacted Salem Surround after seeing the great work they did for another restoration company in the different market. Their team of experts recommended a mix of multiple tactics designed to get my business the most quality leads at the lowest cost, making my marketing budget stretch further. In our first year partnering with Salem Surround, we we recorded our best year to date, and I've told many people how blessed I was to find them. The representative answered the phone every time I called and quickly addressed any questions or concerns I had. Let Salem Surround give you an absolutely free audit of your current marketing and show you what your competition is doing. Then we come up with a personalized plan that's perfect for your needs. Google Salem Surround New York and let our marketing experts help you achieve real success. Remember to Google Salem Surround New York today. Are you considering a unique way to enhance your investment knowledge this year? Then sign up today for the all-inclusive Eagle Financial Publications Cruise. Along with our trusted partner, The Money Show, we're setting sail this December to explore some of the most beautiful and unspoiled destinations in the Caribbean. But this is no ordinary vacation. It's a chance to learn from top Eagle Financial experts like best-selling authors George Gilder, Mark Skousen, and others who will be hosting a series of workshops and seminars throughout the trip. Imagine lounging on the sun deck while discussing investment strategies with like-minded individuals or enjoying a gourmet dinner at the same table with one of our leading financial authorities. This once-in-a-lifetime cruise is a perfect way to combine education and relaxation to achieve your investment goals. This cruise will sell out quickly, so visit EagleFinancialCruise.com today to learn more and to secure your cabin. That's EagleFinancialCruise.com. Eagle Financial is a division of Salem Media Group. So let's talk about our friends at Connors & Sullivan because we all know that planning for the future is important. Are you and your family protected? If you're not around to make the decisions, who will? Are your assets protected from probate and nursing home costs? The time to plan is now. Wills, trusts, power of attorneys, health care proxies, living wills, your overall estate plan. Connors & Sullivan can help you set it up. So how do you find out about it? Well, they are giving you the opportunity to do so at these seminars all across the city. Mike Connors will be there himself to answer all of your questions. Monday, October 16th at the Greenhouse Cafe, 3rd Avenue in Brooklyn, 3 p.m. and 7 p.m. 
Tuesday, October 17th at Buckley's Restaurant, Avenue S in Sheepshead Bay, Brooklyn, 11 a.m. and 3 p.m. Wednesday, October 18th at the Adria Hotel, Northern Boulevard in Bayside, Queens, 11 a.m. and 3 p.m. Thursday, October 19th at Conley's Corner, Grand Avenue, Massbeth, Queens, 3 p.m. and 7 p.m. And Friday, October the 20th at DeLuca's Trattoria, 616 Forest Avenue, Staten Island, 11 a.m. and 3 p.m. If for some reason you can't make any of these free seminars, just call Connors and Sullivan at 718-238-6500 for your own free office appointment, 718-238-6500. And remember, as Mike Connors always says, the biggest mistake when it comes to estate planning is... Not planning at all. Listen to AM 970 The Answer on Alexa. Tune in, iHeart, or Odyssey.com. Let me come on, watch so I can tell you. All right. Welcome back to the Idola Power Hour 618 on September the 20th. I am. Um, you know, I was reading today that the uh, the interest rates are not going up, so they're staying where they are. Um, I was looking at a chart of interest rates, and you know, because people are saying, "Oh my God, I went to talk about doing a home mortgage, and it's at eight percent." And I'm looking at what my parents bought it, and like bought their home in 1976, it was like almost eighteen percent. Um, so you know. Things have gone up, but not to that level. But they, uh, they, the Fed is keeping things the same, at least for now, although they have the ability, I think, before the end of the year to make a little move. But then I was reading about the, the, the debt, $33 trillion. Now, just so you guys all understand, we cannot wrap our brain around what $33 trillion really means. Like, you know, I mean... Maybe there's some people who who can wrap their brain around it, but I, I I'm not I'm going to speak for most of us. It's not us. But maybe our next guest, <clears throat> Philip Magnus. Uh, Magnus, I'm sorry. Is that your name? Is that did I pronounce your name correctly, Philip? It is correct. Okay, I just want to make sure you're a senior research uh, uh, faculty and director of research and education at the American Institute for Economic Research. So, welcome to the show, Philip. I want to ask you. Like thirty-three trillion uh, is what we're, we're at today, and my cursory research showed that forty years ago we were at nine hundred and seven billion with a B. So how does this happen? Right. Well, Washington D.C. is addicted to spending right now, and there doesn't seem to be a major move from either party to rein it in. Instead, the solution that they offered everything is to uh, either spend more or try to raise taxes. And both of those are economic prescriptions for a disaster, and particularly the latter one, which I think could push us direct into a uh, recession if the Biden administration got its way. Well, we had, you know, in these last 40 years, right, we've had Republican administrations, then we had Democratic administration, then we had a Republican administration, then we had a Democratic administration, then we had a Republican administration, then we have a Democratic administration. So it seems like there's a lot of blame to go around. Is that an accurate statement? That is absolutely the case. Neither party has shown any will to uh, rein in its spending excesses. Now, they spend on different things, depending on who's in power, uh, but it's gone up, up, up over uh, multiple decades with no relief in sight. And just explain to the listeners, like, what is the national debt? You know, I mean, just it's like, you know, we can understand ourselves. OK, yeah, I got a debt on this credit card and I got a debt on my car payment and I got a debt on my mortgage on my house. But what is the United States of America debt on? Yeah. So every year when Congress and the president 
spend more money than they take in in tax revenue, uh, that accrues a deficit. And deficits add up year after year after year. That goes into the national debt. National debt is basically the government financing itself to engage in more spending than it is able to support through taxes. Now, it also becomes a problem because the government also has to pay interest to service that debt. And when you get to these astronomical levels of $33 trillion, uh, you know, the interest payment itself now starts to become one of the largest single budget lines in the entire federal government spending. Wow. Well, that's that's a number. So, again, I'm I'm just trying to I I play the role of a fifth grader very well. So when I spend more than I make, that goes on my American Express card and I'm borrowing that money basically from American Express. When I buy a home that I can't afford fully besides the down payment, I'm borrowing that money from hypothetically Bank of America. When I go buy a car, I'm borrowing that money from Ford Motor Company. When the United States of America is needs more money, where are they getting the money from? Uh, they seem to have a habit of printing it, which uh, unfortunately is one of the things that they can do as politicians. Uh, unfortunately, the other implication of that is uh, if they uh, continue to debt finance everything, it puts future generations in financial constraints because at some point or another, somebody has to pay. Uh, they seem to be operating as they can keep kicking this can down the road uh, years and even decades into the future. Uh, but we've got spending that's just so far out of control. I don't think anyone has a realistic sense that uh, we're ever going to bring this debt down to a manageable level in our lifetimes or even our children's lifetimes. Well, you know, it's funny that you mentioned that because I remember during the Reagan administration, uh, you know, I, and I, I think it's still there, but I can't say in lower Manhattan, there was like this debt clock showing how much the debt ran up every second, right? And this is when it was in the billions, and it was like, it's going to affect our children, our children's lives. We're putting this on our children, our children. Well, you know, I was the children kind of back then. I mean, I was 16, 17, 18. Um, You know, now I'm pushing 60. Um, You know, I don't know what effect it has had on my life that I I can articulate. Um, Is it something that, hey, you know, we can just kick it down the road? Um, and number two is, are there foreign nations involved in this this debt that America has? Well, uh, I, I guess I can address the first question. Uh, we've seen some of the repercussions of that and the fact that uh, we've had an inflationary crisis. Uh, now, the Federal Reserve can take measures to counteract uh, excessive spending by the federal government, but uh, when it goes out of control like this, uh, they are kind of boxed into a corner, fewer and fewer mechanisms. And one of the things that we've seen over the uh, past two to three years in particular is a radical surge in deficit spending uh, that has not been able to be absorbed in any reasonable way uh, by our monetary tools. And part of that has come to fruition where the fiscal driver, the government uh, mismanagement of uh, its own expenditures, uh, now has monetary implications. And it seems to be one of the mechanisms that uh, has foisted us into uh, the inflationary conditions that we had over the last year and a half when we started getting up into the 8 and 9% range year over year. Uh, that's probably a realization of some of the factors that came about from uh, fiscal mismanagement. So we're talking to Phil Magnus. He's an economist and a historian, the senior research faculty and director of research and education at the American Institute for Economic Research. So I'm hearing rumblings about a possible government shutdown. Um, I'm I'm assuming that all has to do with spending and budgets. Can you enlighten us a little bit about that, uh, Mr. Magnus? 
Right. So the uh, Congress is coming up on yet another one of these, uh, basically a deadline that's put in place. Uh, it's a, a spending cap on the debt limit. So uh, they have to vote through congressional action to raise the debt limit of how much money uh, the federal government is allowed to incur in debt. And it seems to be a moment where all the politicians come out and try to pull their uh, their tricks, their poise. Uh, so you get a bit of brinksmanship every time we come up against one of these debt limits. Um, unfortunately, it doesn't seem to yield any change in behavior uh, after a deal was negotiated to raise it once again, uh, and then the spending continues. Right now, I think the Republicans are proposing a uh, 7 or 8 percent uh, budget cuts uh, across the board. That, uh, so, so it's a pretty stern proposal, but it doesn't seem to be uh, something that has any legs and is unlikely to get through the Senate, according to some of the prognostications I've seen. Uh, but again, it's uh, it's an opportunity for political games, uh, but nonetheless highlights the fact that uh, we don't really have anything in the way of a long-term solution uh, to the debt problem, which is why we get to situations of these astronomical numbers, the $33 trillion. Well, when you, you know, you just mentioned politics and obviously the presidential election is looming over our head um i didn't hear i mean I, there's a lot of topics to cover but one of the facts that you just laid out is that on the budget one of the biggest numbers is paying the interest on this debt i didn't hear any of the president's uh, potential presidents talk about that or the uh not extensively should the national debt be a real topic of conversation in deciding who the next president of the United States should be? Absolutely, and I noticed the same thing. It barely even came up at all in uh, any of the recent debates or, or campaign speeches that have uh, occurred, and yet it may be one of the single most uh, pressing fiscal challenges that we have on the horizon. Uh, just the, you know, as you mentioned, <laughs> the amount of money and the hundreds of billions of dollars may even approach a trillion dollars to service the interest on the debt uh, within the course of a decade. Uh, that's just how astronomical uh, this figure happens to be. And that starts to eat up our tax resources. That starts to eat up uh, public funding that is raised in, in revenue by the federal government. Uh, you know, when that becomes one of the biggest budget lines in the entire government, it's just to service its own previous uh, profligate and excess spending. Uh, I think you've got a real problem in the fiscal house. I hear you. And, and I want to correct myself because I do believe Nikki Haley uh, ref- talked about the debt and or, or at least spending. And she called out the Trump administration saying that they were spending uh, as, you know, as much as the uh, the uh, Obama administration. All right. So I really want to thank you there, Mr. Magnus. Um, your economic uh, knowledge is very, very valuable, especially to someone like me who, you know, this is not exactly my ballywick talking about thirty three trillion dollars in debt in the United States of America. And uh, I would hope you come back on the show and keep explaining this stuff to us because, it's as we know, it, it's not going anywhere. Absolutely. Happy to do it. All right, folks. We are going to take a break here. It is 628, uh, the bottom of the hour. <clears throat> it's not known as a, a hard break. This is like a rolling break. The end of the show is the hard break. Although I kind of look at this as like a hard break because, you know, you want to be at, at the end of the end of the middle of the hour. You want to take a nice break. Uh, it's not going to be a long break. And we're going to come back and we're going to do something a little more lighthearted talking about Broadway. And then we're going to come back and talk about are they going to take down statues of George Washington? Give me a break. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back.
Like many of you, I have a busy life balancing family, this show, travel, writing, and more. So that's why for something complex like a mortgage, of course, I recommend Andrew Del Rey and Todd Avakian at Sierra Pacific. They'll walk you through everything and handle all those details you just don't have time for. If you or someone you know is moving from blue state to red state, call them. Have an aging family member that needs financial relief? Ask them about reverse mortgage. Self-employed and finding it hard to qualify? Or a first-time home buyer? Call them. And renters who don't want to rent anymore? Andrew and Todd can help you prepare for that next step. For all things mortgage-related, I trust Andrew and Todd to get it done right. Call 888 1172 or visit andrewandtodd.com. That's 888-888-1172 or andrewandtodd.com. Dennis Prager here. Join us in Israel this fall. Soon, time will run out, and then you'll regret you didn't go, I promise. Mike Gallagher and I are headed back to Israel in October with our trusted partner, Inspiration Cruises and Tours. Don't miss this incredible opportunity to stand with Israel. That's the name of the tour. We'll be visiting amazing places in the Holy Land designed to encourage and captivate you at every turn. Visit StandWithIsraelTour.com and sign up today. In Israel, we'll explore some of the most fascinating sites from religious and political history. We'll walk on the streets of Jerusalem, sail the Sea of Galilee, float in the Dead Sea. In fact, you could even sit in the Dead Sea with all its healing and rejuvenating effects and visit the Western Wall, a spiritual experience you will always remember deeply, fondly. Our expert guides will help explain the significance of every site, and our food and accommodations are specifically designed with you in mind. No other trip will be like the Stand with Israel tour. Sign up today to travel with Mike Gallagher and me this October. Call 855-565-5519 or just visit StandWithIsraelTour.com. My name is Imran Ansari, and I lead the Civil Litigation Division of Idala, Bertuna & Kamins, the preeminent New York litigation law firm. The tires screech, the impact is felt. Boom. You've just been in a car accident. It's a scary situation that none of us want to experience. But if you have been injured in a car accident, then you may be entitled to significant monetary compensation for your injuries. It's important you speak to an attorney right away to make sure your rights are protected. Myself and our team of experienced trial attorneys will never settle for less than what you deserve. We are always ready to go to court to fight for you and seek justice. So if you or a loved one have been injured in an accident, don't delay. Call Idala Bertuna and at 212-486-0011. That's 212-486-0011. Or visit us on the web at idalalaw.com. Idalalaw.com. Idala Bertuna and Kamins. Fighting for justice. Fighting for you. All right. So let's talk about Plaza College and their court reporting program because court reporters are in higher demand than ever. Wouldn't it be cool to like, okay, I'm going to go to school. It's going to take me a couple of years. I'm going to bang out two years, but I'm going to learn this craft. And then I'm almost guaranteed a job when I get out, when I get done. And it's not just any job. It's a very, very cool job because you get to be in the middle of the action with a lot of pressure on you to make sure you get all the words down right and, and capture the essence of what's going on in the courtroom. But, you know, if things go one way or the other, you're you're not paying the price. Um, 
The other thing about court reporting that's great is you kind of can pick and choose what you want to do. In other words, you could go into the DA's office or um, or into a courthouse or, you know, where you have like kind of a nine to five job, a regular job with benefits and pensions and all that. Or you could do a lot of bunch of freelance work and kind of call your own shots. Plaza College is offering you the ability to kind of test this out because there's a national shortage and the National Court Reporters Association has partnered with Plaza College to offer a free two-week virtual seminar that gives a glimpse into the world of court reporting and captioning. The program is called A to Z and it's being offered free and can be completed from the convenience of your home. How do you find out about it? It's so simple. You just send an email. The email goes to info at plazacollege.edu. That's info at plaza, P-L-A-Z-A, college.edu. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. We're back to the Arthur Idala Power Hour with New York City's preeminent trial attorney and quintessential New Yorker, attorney Arthur Idala. Well, it is 6.34, and uh, summer is winding down officially. I believe uh, the 23rd, which is my understanding, would be, let's see, Saturday? Is that Saturday? 21, 22? Yeah, yes, something like that. Okay, Saturday. So Saturday is the first day of autumn. Um, and autumn is a beautiful season. Uh, it really is. And uh, it's the harvest, and people come back to wherever their home is. And for us, our home is here in New York City. Uh, thank you. That, that was a little bit of Genesis right there, right, Alex, with uh, yeah, New York City? Yeah, because today they were named the best act of 19, live act of 1975, and I found that track in their performance during some live tracks in 75. So, so Genesis was the best live act of 1975? Is that what you're... Telling that's me? what I'm saying. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And that's when Peter Gabriel was the front man and Phil Collins was playing the drums. That's correct. Yep. I, I know these things. So, um, you know, outside, music. outside of the world of, well, I know the music from a certain era today. Don't ask me who like Marianne turns on my wife turns on the radio. I don't know who's doing what. Um, like for me, a new person is like pink and Katy Perry and I don't know one other person. And they've been around for like 20 years now. Um, Lady Gaga. Let's talk about Broadway, um, because for the second consecutive year, New York Forever, in partnership with City National Bank and the New York City Department of Transportation, will present Broadway Forever. And what is that? It's a series of free, star-studded pop-up concerts and community service activations empowering New Yorkers across the city to build a better city for all. And, you know, when I started this radio show almost two years ago, this is one of the things I wanted to focus on is, you know, giving you guys some good news and telling you about some cool events. You know, I didn't want it to be about politics and law all the time. So that's why we try to mix it up. And we're going to mix it up right now with Richard Mumby. He is a Broadway producer and he is intimately involved in Broadway Forever. So let's bring on the line Richard Mumby. Hello, Richard. It's Arthur Idala. Hey, Arthur. So good to be with you tonight. Yeah, I'm I'm real happy uh, because you guys are doing something great, and you guys are doing something that's so unique. Um, I went to Boston recently, and I hung out with a friend of mine up there, and we were doing a little compare and contrast. It's a little hard to compare New York City that has eight 
million people with Boston that has, I think, 750,000. But what he highlighted was, but you guys have Broadway. And uh, I'm very proud of that. So, Richard Mumby, tell us, what are we doing? What's Broadway Forever doing? And what's it offering to the citizens and the tourists of New York? Yeah, um, I agree. Broadway is one of the most remarkable things about New York City. And we've got a lot of things to be very proud of. Um, Broadway Forever, as you mentioned, it's our second year of having pop-up concerts and volunteer activations. And the, the simple idea is what New York Forever, a nonprofit that I created with some good friends, it was intended to, to focus on, which is let's remind people of some of the many reasons why we should love New York, Broadway being one of them. And if you love something, then you take care of it. And so we want to bring Broadway into neighborhoods that don't have Broadway performers pop up all the time um, and, and celebrate those neighborhoods for those local residents and draw new people to those neighborhoods and then give easy ways for them to get involved in their communities. So why don't you give us some details? I mean, I know you guys in the past, last year when you did it, you had some real, real stars uh, come out and uh, perform. Tell us what's going on this year. Totally. Well, uh, so this Sunday, it's at Lou Gehrig Plaza. So for anyone going to the Yankees game, it's going to be right on your way there. Easy access from a bunch of subways. But we've got a who's who of Broadway. Jordan Fisher from Dear Evan Hansen is going to be hosting. We've got the cast from Here Lies Love and Juliet, Chicago. We have Adam Pascal, noteworthy performer. Everyone knows Adam from Rent. So we've really got a who's who of Broadway who will be performing on Sunday Lou Gehrig's Lou Gehrig Plaza at 11 a.m. That's like right in front of like right in front of the stadium, correct? Totally. And and listen, if you live nearby, it's easy. You're going to easy walk over. But if you live in any of the five boroughs, you can take the B, the D, the four, the five, the two, all right there. Easy breezy, whether you go into the game or not. And is it um, is there only this one concert on on that day? Are there other concerts planned between now and the end of the year, or this is your one big splash? No, we had, we had two splashes. We had one um, last Sunday, and that was in the Heights in Washington Heights. Um, it was an, it was an incredible Sunday, just like this upcoming one will be a quintessential September Sunday. Um, so this year we've done concentrated our efforts into two concerts and activations um, last weekend in the Heights and this one in the Bronx. And do as uh, everyone here volunteer their time? All these high end Broadway actors and actresses, or I don't know if you're allowed to say actresses anymore. I think you just say actors, right? Sorry, excuse me, excuse me. Right. It's it's a forgiving crowd. So, however, I think everyone just likes being being identified. So, um, there's easy ways. On Sunday, we have a partnership through New York Cares with a great organization in the Bronx called The Bronx is Blooming. People can go to our Instagram at NY Forever or our website, nyforever.nyc, and sign up to volunteer to clean up some of the, the, the parks around Lou Gehrig Plaza. But we also have opportunities for volunteering in that area, in the Heights, and throughout the five boroughs for everyone. And some of these Broadway performers are going to be captaining um, volunteer activations so that you'll be able to do it along with them. Wonderful. All right, Richard Mumby, if uh, you guys want to get your socks knocked off, uh, pretend you're going to a Yankee game, a little early one at 11 a.m. on uh, September the 24th, the day after the first day of autumn. And uh, I'm like, I know a lot of these shows I've seen. And Juliet is awesome. Dear Evan Hansen, spectacular. Rent, literally top three of my favorite all time, probably behind Les Mis and Hamilton. Um, you all right with that, by the way, Richard? You okay with that? 
that, that of course totally my little Plus, my little list free ice cream there's gonna be free ice cream and balloons to bring your kids Oh, ice cream and balloons. You can't go wrong with that. All right, Richard Mumby, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Broadway forever, New York forever, uh, Yankee Stadium, basically, September 24th, 11 a.m. Thanks so much, Richard. All right, we are going to take a quick break at 641. We're going to come back. Um, you know, speaking of the Bronx real quick, Alex, you know, they wanted to put a uh, cricket stadium in the Bronx. You know about that? No, but uh, thanks for letting me know about that one. Uh, where and, was well, it? It's not. It's not. Well, it ain't happening. It was supposed to be in Van Cortland Park, um, but it's bid the bid that they put in for it. But it was met with some pushback because I guess the cricket stadium was going to be so big uh, in Van Cortland Park, it was going to take away from more public space. So it's going to Long Island. I know uh, Adams is a little bummed out. The mayor's a little bummed out about that because. He was totally looking forward to uh, doing some cricket here. And uh, Prince Williams. Chris, Prince William was strolling around the city today. That's pretty cool. All right, we're going to come back, and we are going to talk about these statues. And we're going to wish a happy birthday to a very famous, beautiful actress. Don't go away. This is Dennis Prager. Now you can listen to my show when it's convenient for you. And without censorship from big tech, become a member of the ultimate online community for all things Prager. It's PragerTopia Unlimited. Listen to the show on demand when it's easiest for you. This includes every radio show, every segment, and every guest over the last 10 years. And it's commercial free. You can even share your favorite segments with your friends. Plus, you'll get the same email from Alan Estrin that I receive every night about the most important issues to read about. Pregatopia Unlimited members can also listen to every program, lecture, and course that is in the Prager store. Thousands of hours. You can even listen to all my Torah teachings for free. Share my passion for free speech. Join today and save 25% off the first year and get a free Pregatopia coffee mug. It's all things Prager. Pregatopia Unlimited. Go to Pregatopia.com or click the banner at DennisPrager.com. So let's talk about the Sabah family, very good friends of mine, and Bay Ridge Honda, which has been there for six decades, six decades. And now the fall season is officially beginning, and they are kicking it off by saving you 1500 bucks. Yep, $1,500 when you turn in your trade or lease and purchase your next car with Bay Ridge Honda. They have been your family-owned and operated dealer for over 60 years. Your Honda dealer serving all five boroughs. You get to browse from over 200 new Honda vehicles or over 100, 100 certified pre-owned vehicles backed by the Honda True Program at their 2022 President's Award-winning dealership. Right now, get 0% APR financing and zero down payment on select new 2023 Honda models all month long. Plus, $1,500 when you turn in your trade or lease when you purchase your next car with Bay Ridge Honda. Even if you don't buy from Bay Ridge Honda, they'll buy your car from you. So don't Kevin hesitate. McCullough is next. That's okay. Don't hesitate. Visit them at 4th Avenue and 88th Street in Brooklyn, New York. After you visit them, then you can listen to Kevin McCullough. Um, and these deals, just so you know, are available to qualified buyers. Additional fees may apply. See dealer for detail. These sales end on September 30th, 2023. On AM 970, The Answer. Be like Christopher Colombo. Take a chance. Take a chance. Don't be a dopey or a dumbo. Go around in a trance. 
All right. I would love to know who knows who's actually singing. Because I don't, I mean, I wouldn't know if Alex didn't give me the cheat sheet. Keep it going for a second, Alex. Clearly, this is not Lady Gaga or Taylor Swift or Pink or Katy Perry. All right, Alex. Let it rip. It's Sophia Loren who turns 89 today, Arthur. God bless her. God bless her. Sophia Loren and uh, Gina Lola Brigida. Those were the two Italian icons back in the day. And uh, I I had the very good fortune um, of, through my friend Dr. Sal Cumella, of representing Gina Lola Brigida for quite some time. I actually, uh, it was a case I handled against her against Swarovski Crystal because Gina Lola Brigida was very creative. Besides being in movies and being a model, um, she was a photographer and she had she made little sculptures. And in fact, one of the sculptures that she made, she, she created on her own, was replicated by Swarovski Crystal. And they replicated it and they tried to sell it without her licensing it or consulting with her whatsoever. And uh, we went after them and I had a settlement on the table. Um, God bless this funk. I, I was sitting in uh, at the time I had an office in Milan, Italy, and I was literally sitting across the desk from the president of Swarovski Crystal, who was a very nice man, and his lawyer. And it was my, I was alone, and then Gina was in the other room. And uh, I came back with what I thought was a pretty decent offer. And uh, she used some interesting curse words, both in English and in Italian, to tell him where to go. Um, and thereafter, I said, Gina, maybe you should get a, a local lawyer in, Ita- in Italy because it'll save you some money. But I got to go to her house. Gina Lola Brigida's house was not a house. It was a museum, and it was incredible. And, but she always had, even with me talking to me, she had this rivalry with Sophia Loren. And the one point I remember her bringing up was that Gina said she never had any kind of surgery. I remember her telling me, a knife has never touched this face. My friend Sophia could never say the same. But uh, Sophia Loren is a beautiful woman, even at 89 years old. And uh, she was singing just now a song about Christopher Columbus. And um, the New York City Council is really off the rails. I mean, they're going now past Christopher Columbus 500 years ago. Now they're going to 200 and change years ago to uh, George Washington and then Peter Stuyvesant. Um, let's bring on the line Mike Sapracone. He is the co-chair of the National Columbus Day Parade of New York City. Hey, Mike, it's Arthur Idala. How are you, Seth? Hi, Arthur. How are you? Great to be here. Oh, I mean, has everyone gone crazy? I mean, it's just, I, I, we're going to, now we're taking down, let's put Columbus aside for a second. Now they want to take down uh, George Washington? Well, you know, the interesting thing here. They have nothing else going on in the city, so I can't have a lot of time on that. Yeah, exactly, right. There's not rats yeah. running around. There's not is- yeah. issues with the subways. There's not crime. There's not educational programs. There's not, right, and this is what they're dealing with. So, Mike, tell, us how, how you're, tell us how you're fighting the good fight. Oh, it's just ridiculous, Arthur. I mean, you know, the, 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 the left-wing liberals are just trying to take history away. History is history. This is so important to us. Sure, people have made mistakes over the years, but we don't just erase it, okay? You learn from it. You don't just make like it never happened. I mean, the radical left, they'll stop at nothing to erase our history and our heritage, destroy monuments that honor the nation's founding fathers. I mean, 
Who worked to establish our great country? These founding fathers. This is ridiculous. They've already done so much damage across the five boroughs. Uh, it's just it's just craziness. Uh, you know, Columbus Day is Columbus Day. It's as simple as that. Well, I went Columbus nuts, Day- Mike. When I got my son's when I got my son's calendar and it said Indigenous People Day, and then another oh. calendar. It's, I mean, it's a national holiday, Columbus Day. It's a national holiday. No one's changed it. It is, and it, it and it should never be changed. And we need to understand that. And and just not just us as Italian Americans, but everybody in there, in the places they come from, in, in the countries they come come from. As they came to America as immigrants, these were important things for the Polish, for the Spanish, Spanish, for the Puerto Ricans, for the Germans, for the Irish. These are important holidays to us, and we value these holidays, and we want to keep our heritage and explain it to our children and our grandchildren. But well, I was very happy happens. to see that, um, and I agree with everything you're saying. I was very happy to see that Prime Minister, Italian Prime Minister Georgia Maloney, she went to Columbus Circle yesterday and laid a wreath uh, down there. Were you there for that? I wasn't. I, I had another obligation, but it was. I, I had spoken to the Secret Service about it on Saturday because they were very concerned what might happen there, and it worked out well. It was great timing, her just being here for the uh, UN, and uh, she had the time to go there, and she made a great speech, and we had a number of members from the uh, Columbus Citizens Foundation and other great Italian-American organizations, and I think the timing was perfect. And Yeah, I, and it's... It, no, it, it made, it, no, it's okay. It made, you know, it made a great statement that, uh, you know, every, everyone's taking this seriously, even on the other side of the Atlantic Ocean. Right, and, and that's important. Heritage is so important. I mean, we have so many other problems in New York, like you said before, and I'm not even getting into the rats and the subway crime. Just the immigration, which isn't an immigration problem. It's a migrant problem, right? When are we? Let's deal with that. And let's not worry about a statue or let's putting a little plaque on the bottom of the statue that said George Washington did this or Thomas Jefferson did this or Peter Stuyvesant did this. You know, spend our time valuable. Work, down, work together and come up with solutions for the problems that we've created ourselves. Uh, not well to erase history because how do you learn? To erase history, you have nothing. You know. So while I have you, Mike, obviously I I can't uh, I don't have enough self control not to ask you how's uh, you're running for Congress, correct? Author, I am, and thank you for bringing that up. I am, and it's going it's going pretty well. Uh, we're getting out there a lot. We're meeting a lot of people. We're getting our name out. You know, we're running for uh, congressional district in New York, number three which the easiest way for everybody to understand that is the Santos district, right? So I'm, I'm vying for the Republican and conservative nomination to replace Santos. And kind of everything's kind of in his hands right now, waiting to see what he does. So and if like, and that, that, that election is next, not obviously a year from now, correct? Well, not necessarily. So if the... Well, no, no, I, I apologize. Wait, Michael, let me just reword the question. Let's just say nothing happens, right? His case gets kicked down the road and Congress doesn't throw him out and it would just be a regular election. You would be primarying him? That would be in June or something like that? Primary is probably somewhere in April or June. That I'm, I'm not sure it's set yet, but yes, in 2024. And then the election would be in a presidential election year. It would be November of 24. Okay. And as of right now, nobody really knows exactly what's going on with George Santos. Is that a fair statement? A fair, and probably including George Santos. Right. Well, because it, it's, you know, uh, I had a client in the office today and was like, well, how, you know, how could this be happening? And they, they want me to look into the crystal ball and, and tell them what's happening. I said, listen, there are certain things in the justice system that are just you're not in your control, even though you're a party. 
So especially when you're a criminal defendant, boy, they're really not in your control. Well, Mike, I want to thank you, besides you being a candidate, to get this guy who's clearly troubled, that's the nicest way I could put it, out of office, um, for what you're doing for uh, Columbus Day. And, you know, again, for for all of these historical figures that have made this country so great, they've all got warts. You know, I mean, if you go, if, hypothetically, if we're still here 500 years from now, I am positive there are going to be things that we're all doing right now. It may be using plastic or I don't, you know, I don't know. Dumping Anything, things in the ocean right. that we that we look at is like, oh my God, how could these people be such imbecile? Maybe it's you know having zoos or keeping pets, dogs as pets. Who knows what it's going to look like? Like what we did was so horrible. It, it, you're exactly right, and that's what we're up against. But I just want to author really quick. You know, October 9th, Columbus Day, the parade. It's on Fifth Avenue. It's one of the greatest parades in the country. It's the biggest uh, Columbus Day parade, Italian-American parade in the country. Come on out. doesn't matter what you are, who you are. Come out. You'll have a great time. Fifth Avenue is just jumping and hopping. We're on TV. Uh, it's a great parade for three hours. Please come out and join us. I'd love to meet you at the parade. Well, I, I, I will be there, Mike. I will be there since I think I'm 10 or 11 years old. I've been watching that parade. All right, Mike Sapracone. Be good, Mike. Thanks for jumping on. I appreciate it. Thanks, Arthur. I appreciate you. All right, folks. It's almost a a wrap. Um, I would be uh, not forthright if I didn't say that uh, I'm looking forward to hopefully the mayor coming on. You know, I'm very tempered about it because I know what happens and I know things pop up and, you know, He's the mayor, and it's more there are things that are much more important for him to do than coming up here and, and talking to us. But, you know, I'm not going to lie. I'm like this kid from Brooklyn who uh, somehow or another, you know, the mayor of the city of New York is coming to my office to sit down across from my desk. Um, I've had several <laughs> former mayors now. I've had Mayor de Blasio here. I've had Mayor Giuliani here. I've had Governor Cuomo here. But that's when they're out of office. A little different when they're out of office than when they are sitting in office. But I've known Eric Adams for quite some time. He knows I'm a cheerleader. Um, And, um, you know, I mean, the question that I'm probably going to ask him off air is, because I'm going to have other people here who want to talk to him, et cetera. And I'm going to say, you know, what can we do to help? Like, tell me what we could do to help. Besides going to Broadway shows and going to the zoo and riding the subway and being out there and being cheerleaders. Is there anything else, you know, that we could do as just common folk to help out? Um, I'm also, to be honest, I'm going to tell him that I want more of his administration to come on the show. So you guys can actually hear, you know, what is the, the commissioner of sanitation saying? What is the commissioner of um, transportation saying? You know, so we could get the, the straight scoop because I try to shoot straight. I, you know, I don't really... I'm not slanting right. I'm not slanting left. I'm just slanting for the truth. Like, what's the accurate information that you have in your possession at this time? Um, so it should be fun. And, you know, I'll have a couple of refreshments here. And um, it should be a good time. I'm heading down now to Casa Cipriani in lower Manhattan. I'm getting texts from my friends who are there or heading there about how bad traffic is. I said, you guys are a bunch of rookies. There's this thing called the subway. But, you know, these guys, oh, no, I don't take the subway. It's the only way to go, especially this week. Um, it's Billy Santos' birthday celebration. Billy does not have a birthday. He now has a birth week because I think when he turned 40, he said, well, if I make it to 80, I don't only want 40 more birthdays. I want to do 40 times 7. So, you know, that gives me 280 days to celebrate 
which is almost a year. That's pretty cool. All right, Alex, thank you so much, man. I appreciate you jumping on the line. Have a great night tomorrow night, okay, Arthur? I'll be listening for sure. I definitely appreciate you, Alex. I want to thank everyone talking about Columbus Day, talking about Broadway, talking about the economy. Have a great night, folks. We'll be back tomorrow, hopefully, with the mayor of the city of New York. But you don't know what you're cooking, do you? Hey, Mambo, Mambo Italiano. Hey, hey Mambo, Mambo Italiano. Ho, ho, ho. You mixed up a Sizzliano. Hey, look, it's a DJ. You get happy in the pizza when you Mambo Italiano. The Arthur Idala Power Hour is sponsored by Idala Bertuna and Cammons, PC.